strap on your headphones and let's go. Hi, I'm Prue. My dad and I started this podcast to show how a daughter and a dad can have a great relationship and fun conversations. If you would like to improve your relationship with your dad, this episode is for you. Welcome to Daughter and Dad Podcast, Episode 8, The Trip, or How to Talk with Your Dad. Maybe you want to talk to your dad, but you're a little afraid. Maybe you think you're the black sheep of your family, or you said things in the past that you regret. Maybe you've been busy with family and career, and you've let too much time pass. I have been and done all of these things. But let me tell you a secret. None of that matters. All you have to do is this. Pick up the phone. Dial. Say hi. You can start by telling your dad some of the little things that happen in your life. Talk about your dog, the meal you made for dinner. It doesn't have to be deep and important at the beginning. Just be yourself. Give it some time. Keep calling. Forget all of the things you told yourself about your past relationship. You're a new person today, and so is your dad. You can find common ground in the everyday experiences that we all share. So enjoy our daughter and dad episode where my dad visits me in New Mexico. We had a wonderful time. Hola, Fro. Hola, Papa. Hey, look, Dad, we're in the same room. In the what same happened? room. I transported myself. It's like a science fiction movie. Star Trek technology, ladies and gentlemen. Here I, I pressed a button. Here he is. Here I am in San Antonio, and yet I'm appearing right next to Prue. No. No, I'm really here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're visiting. I'm visiting, and they are showing me a great time. <laughs> I'm always prepared when I visit because I take doggy treats. And I know the best way, especially to a man's heart and a dog's heart, is often through food. So I take doggy, <laughs> doggy treats and Django came bouncing out thinking I'm an enemy. And I held up the treat and I said, good dog. And he, from then on, he was my best friend. That is exactly what happened. Django loves dad so much. He keeps going over to dad and licking his legs. Well, $6 and three bags of doggy treats later. <laughs> I'm just knowing the next time I visit, I've got to take more doggy treats. That's what you have to do. That's the way to Django's heart. Dad's gonna teach me how to use the air fryer, which I have never used. I went out and bought the exact same model that dad has so that when he arrived, 
he could show me the ropes. I'm pretty excited. So what's on the menu tonight, Dad? Well, on the menu tonight, we're going to have salmon. Then we're also going to have roasted Brussels sprouts and Ooh. shishito peppers. And I can tell you the shishito peppers and Brussels sprouts will have a nice chow on them and they'll be drizzled with olive oil and they will taste so good. Ah, man, we just had lunch. We had poke bowls for lunch, vegetarian poke bowls, which were fantastic. And even though we just ate, I'm already getting hungry for dinner. <laughs> well, they were healthy bowls. We had the same bowl. We did. Well, almost exactly the same. Prue likes hers really hot. I do. I like mine on the mildest side, although I did take the jalapeno peppers and they did have a bite. I was shocked that dad got the jalapenos because I was not expecting that. I added pickled ginger to mine, and it was surprisingly spicy. I was not expecting that. We had tofu, pineapple, wild field greens, edamame, seaweed. And sesame seeds. Sesame seeds. Pineapple. Yes. And a little bit of salsa. Yes, it was delicious. You can tell we're both into healthy eating, and that's one of the reasons I love my air fryer. I'm a single guy and I can cook an entire healthy meal in 30 minutes. I'm going to show Prue tonight how to do it right from start to finish. 30 minutes counting prep time. We'll have that salmon, Brussels sprouts, and the shishito peppers while Prue's making guacamole. All ready to go. I am so excited. Fruit has kept me refreshed here at a high level. I mean, 5,700 feet here in Albuquerque. And she's going to tell you about altitude sickness because I did get a headache yesterday. Yes. But why don't you tell them about that? Fruit? If you live at sea level or maybe a little bit above, a little bit below, when you go to a higher altitude, your heart and blood have a tough time keeping up. Your blood needs to thicken to feel healthy up at high altitude. So you might get some symptoms like lightheadedness, slight headache, extreme thirst, oh, yeah. and exhaustion. And it didn't help that it was 101 degrees oh. yesterday and bright sun. We're a mile high closer to the sun here than dad is in Texas. And he was suffering a little bit yesterday. He had a lot of water and iced hibiscus tea to drink to help replenish those fluids that are going that are going through him through sweat and the thickening of his blood to acclimate here. He had a tough time yesterday, but not too tough because he's a tough guy. Well, today we came back and walked five miles. That's Didn't right. Didn't even bother me. I was ready to go. That hike up the Arroyo, dad was leading the pace there. Well, no, Django was. Well, Django was. <laughs> But other than that, we all did pretty well doing that, that hike. We did. We had a great hike. It was super fun. And Django actually was the best he's ever been on a walk. Now, if you watched Django through this walk, you'd say, oh, my gosh, what an annoying dog. This dog has obviously not been trained. But, folks, 
this is a thousand percent better than he was when we adopted him three months ago. He hardly reacted. We did have to hold him back a little bit, but he hardly reacted to the cyclists and the runners as they passed us he along did, the path. You have to admit, he did see two female dogs and got excited. He got very excited. He was a uh, panting and his tail was as high as it's ever been wagging away and he wanted to get off that leash and go to town <laughs> well, he is neutered everybody just in case you know but he's still a man <laughs> <laughs> well when I, I came to this is the first time i've spent in this home in Prue's live where Prue has lived, and have you ever been through a car maze? <laughs> and I've been lost, especially when I go to them in Illinois, where they have these massive car mazes. And honestly, you need a compass and a guide dog to get you out of there. <laughs> Prue's house is no different. Her house looks nice and compact from the street. Beautiful setting, nice adobe house. I walk inside. And it stretches. I had a hard time finding my bedroom. <laughs> that didn't bother me as much as finding the bathroom. <laughs> then, where do I eat? Is the kitchen this way or is it that way? I think I'm finally getting myself oriented. But if Django's a slow learner, I think I'm right there with him on this one. <laughs> it is a tricky house. The room that we're in right now that I'm always in when we do our episodes, this used to be a two-car garage and it was converted into a huge living space and now it is my office and our beautiful music room where we keep all of our musical instruments because Daniel and I are both musicians and we each play probably five or six instruments and it has great acoustics a big ceiling fan to keep it on the cool side but it does make the house a little bit tricky to navigate it is dark at night and it is quiet at night but one the best thing about this house is that it's filled with love and what can beat that and filled with even more love now that dad's visiting ah thank you bro <laughs> i'll take a fist bump boom boom well let me tell you about the other thing here that i saw i've heard so much about prue's garden well, I'm thinking to myself on the way here, is it going to live up to everything she said? <laughs> or is it going to be one of these things I have to be polite and say, oh, that's nice. <laughs> and just think, well, how do I get out of this? He was polite. <laughs> no, it lived up beyond expectations. That she has so many different kind of herbs there. I felt I was in herb heaven at, that, <laughs> at the time. In fact, I ate a peach off of her peach tree today. Delicious, nice, and sweet, and juicy. Perfectly ripe. And her bees, and you've seen her bees in previous podcasts, they were busy today. They were kicking up the old dead bees. They were bringing, training the new bees. They were flying in and out, going all through her garden, her different plants, and even going all over the neighbor's plants. They were pretty active. So if somebody tells you you're a busy bee, let me tell you, you're a busy bee. You're a busy bee. Dad learned a little bit about the, the life cycle of the honeybee 
as we were sitting out in the garden last night. And speaking of those peaches, here's a story for you folks. So in the kitchen on the counter, I had a bowl with six peaches and dad has had one of them so far. And those are practically the last peaches left on the tree. Not because I've picked them all and enjoyed them. I was hoping to make some dried peaches, some peach preserves, enjoy fresh raw peaches. However, Django thought that our two peach trees were dog toy trees, ball trees. And he literally ran out and back the backyard and he glomped onto each peach. Glomped? Glomped. <laughs> and he pulled them all off the tree. He pulled off over 50 peaches off the trees. And I went outside and there's peaches everywhere. And I had to throw all those peaches because they were all gnawed on by the dog into the compost pile. So this year, it's a paucity of peaches. However, the ones that are left are still pretty good. And you have a new word. Next time your <laughs> dog grabs a peach off your tree, you know the dog is glonking it. He's glomping onto the, onto the peaches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a real word, <laughs> but it works. <laughs> Tell me about the Mexican sunflowers that you planted in the back. And I do want the seed pods that you promised to send. Well, I really wanted to plant sunflowers in my yard. And I did plant them for a few years. I planted sunflowers. I would get seeds from the public library. The library here has a seed bank. And our library cards in all of Albuquerque allow you to pr procure 30 packs of seeds for free. All of these seeds come from local gardeners. They are all GMO free, all organic, and they have a card catalog in several of the libraries, like an old fashioned library card catalog that we used to have to use to find books. And they fill these card catalogs with seed packs. And you pull out A, A through C perhaps, and you will find amaranth or asparagus seeds or beans or cantaloupe seeds. And you can go through the alphabet and choose your 30 packs of seeds a year. And so I had planted sunflowers from the seed bank and every other seed that I have received from the seed bank has grown like crazy and been great for the garden. The red Hopi amaranth has been a big hit, so delicious and the birds love the seeds. But the sunflowers, they would grow, they would be kind of pretty, get maybe four or five feet tall, kind of skinny, but they were kind of scrawny and they never came back. I would always have to keep replanting. And one day we went for a ride down in Tome, which is on the way to Mountain Air. The way is Prue and, and, her, and her main squeeze, Daniel. That's right. We stopped to go for a walk through this nature preserve that's in Tome. And outside of the nature preserve, along the public road, there was this wild sunflower growing. And it was about nine feet tall and it had so many branches coming off and it was loaded with sunflowers, probably 200 sunflowers. And they were big and beautiful and it was the prettiest sunflower plant I have ever seen in my life. And it was the end of the season, um, late September, and some of the sunflowers had already gone to seed. So we got a pair of uh, 
clippers that we had in the back of the car for emergencies and I clipped off a few of the seed pods and I took them home. And the next spring, I just sprinkled all the seeds from those pods along the east wall of our backyard and up sprouted the same exact sunflowers like I saw in Tomei, huge, beautiful, bursting with life. And these sunflowers have come back every year. In fact, they've spread and it's created this gorgeous wall of sunflowers that bloom at the end of August every year. So they haven't quite bloomed yet this year, but they sure look pretty, the big, tall green stalks. And I ended up looking up what kind of sunflowers they were and they are Mexican sunflowers and they're indigenous to Northern Mexico. So it's a good fit for the Southwest to have these sunflowers here. So highly recommend when you see a plant out in the wild in a public area where you're free to access cuttings or clippings or seeds, go for it. You can fill your garden with beautiful plants for free. There you go. You know, Prince part Italian, right? <laughs> yeah, can because... you tell? <laughs> I'm in the danger zone here when she's using it, as she is with me. <laughs> oh, well, girl, I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Yeah. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos. Adios, papa. Well, I'm not saying goodbye because he's still here for another night. You got that. But we do have some questions for you. That's right. The first question is, today we recorded something while we were walking. And Prue's going to play a clip at the end of this and see if you can guess it. Yeah, and then have you ever tried a poke bowl? Ah, that is a good one. And have you tried putting a healthy dinner together with an air fryer in 30 minutes? And if you have... Give us your recipes. Bingo. Yeah, we'd like them. We'd like to try them. <laughs> Here's to your health partners. Adios. Adios. And salud. Salud. Listen to this sound. What was that sound? Was it sandpaper? Chopping carrots? Walking on gravel? Or a New Mexico quarter horse? Answer in comments on our YouTube page, and you could win a bag of New Mexico sunflower seeds from Prue's Garden. Hey everybody, Django has his own YouTube channel. It's called Good Boy Django. Check it out, link below our video on YouTube. Hey everybody, Thanks so much for listening to episode 8 of Daughter and Dad Podcast. Please like, comment, and subscribe. We love each and every one of you.